It's time for Geocaching with Kids! Hey everybody, welcome to another phenomenal episode of Geocaching with Kids. Um, my name's Derek, and I'm part of the Baker Six Clan team, and the better half of my team is... Me, the Chaos Coordinator. And that's my wife, Jess, and we're also joined with the Nano Kids, and they are... Curtis Cantu5474. And Nikki, SW Dancer. And today we have a phenomenal episode. Like I said before, we are going to be talking to none other than Sir Drumalot. And he's going to give us some stories of when he's going out with his boys and his family and some of the adventures that they had. But before we get to that interview, um, we really want to thank our veterans and those that serve because this month here in the U.S. that we celebrate uh, Veterans Day. And the Nano Kids did something special this month for that. And what what we do? Um, so our challenge is to honor veterans or people that are still in the military. Right. And by by doing what? By finding caches in honor of uh, somebody who served in the military or at a war memorial. Right. And we're going to have more on that adventure at the end of this episode because we went and did a really cool cash, didn't we, Curtis? Yeah. But before that, Curtis and Nikki, can you do your Sir Drum a lot saying? Sir Drum, 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 a lot. Sir Drum, 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 a lot. Joseph, thank you for joining us here on Geocaching with Kids. I've been really excited because I see you always getting to go caching with the boys and seeing a lot of the videos there, and it looks like you guys just have so much fun. Well, uh, we try to as much as possible. <laughs> with, <laughs> with, in between all the fussing and arguing, we definitely we definitely give it a try. I mean, that's 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 the truth about geocaching with kids. Y'all, we go out with great intentions. Everybody's happy when we first go out. We get to the first cache. We might still be happy. We might not be. By the oh, fifth cash, probably not cat. be because somebody's crossed the line, the invisible oh. line in between the seats in the car. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> and that's just in the front seat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean there, though. <laughs> so, tell us what has been one of the best experiences that you've had getting to go cashing with your boys. For me, it would probably be our recent trip to Gatlinburg. Um, when we when we when we decided earlier in the year that that's where we wanted to go for you know our our yearly getaway, um, mm -hmm. there were there were two spots in my mind that I had to go to, and one of them was fairly close. It's uh, Clingman's Dome which okay. is, you know, that's the highest point in Tennessee. It's, I think, it's the second highest point in the Appalachians. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I knew I had to go there. I didn't even – I figured there was probably a virtual or an earth cache there, mm -hmm. but I wasn't even looking for that initially. I just knew I wanted to go because I just wanted to know if I could still do it because I did it when I was 16. Right. right. And um, But there was another point I wanted to drive over to Mount Mitchell, which is the – highest point in the Appalachians, but we didn't squeeze out time for that. Mm -hmm. But um it it was really neat because my kids have never seen uh that kind of scenery before. Mm 
Right. Um, I haven't seen that kind of scenery in about 20 years. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew it was going to be a challenge for the family because, you know, that's that's a steep, it's a steep path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Granted, you know, it's smooth, but it, it's just steep. And uh, I knew it was going to be a challenge for us. And I had, I had everybody pumped up, including my wife and, <laughs> and, you know, going up, you know, we'd, we'd go a couple few hundred feet and would, would stop and let everybody just kind of chill out a second. Right. And, um, but man, when we got to the top and, you know, and I was just, you know, looking out across the mountains and I was there with my kids. That was just like one of the best things for me that I've, that I've done. It, it was, it was painstaking because, right. you know, we've got the little one, he's only four, you know, the, the older two Hayden and Parker just Parker is 90 miles to nothing all the time. <laughs> he's, you know, climbing every rock he can find climbing every tree he can find. And then, and then Hayden, he's real chill. He's real calm. He's, He's not as active as the other two, and he just kind of moseys around, you know. And I'm right. like, I'm like, come on, dude, you can do it. We're, you know, we're getting close. We're and people are passing, and then they're like, hey, you guys are almost there. I'm like, see, we're almost there. And then when we get to the top, that dude, that was just, it was just like the best feeling to be to be there with my wife and kids, right? At, yeah. at, you know, at probably the highest place that they'll be in their childhood. Mm-hmm. So it truly so. was a mountaintop experience, pun yeah. intended. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it most definitely was. So yeah, yeah. And what's what's your four year old's name again? Uh, his name is Lucas. Lucas. His, All right. So yeah. when you're talking about that, when at the when I was four years old, we lived in my dad was in the military, and we lived in Japan. And I remember climbing Mount Fuji at his age, going up Mount Fuji, and uh, wow. Mount Fuji when you're going up. And this is, we're talking back, this is in the early 80s. It may have changed now, so I don't know. But it was like a lot of switchbacks going all the way up, back and forth. And you could walk up there. And we thought we were, my dad tells the stories, thought they were doing pretty good until here's this 80-year-old man with his wife on his back passes us. Oh, my god! Going up up in the mountain because it was (laughs) part of that, of like a pilgrimage going up to the mountain. And... I remember it started raining and started thundering and all this other stuff. So we had to come down off the mountain really fast. And I remember being on my dad's shoulders coming down off the mountain. Later mm-hmm. did I find out that, wait a minute, lightning strikes the highest point. So I was higher than my dad. So I was going to get hit by lightning first, which <laughs> I kind of got onto him about that point. Yeah. But, <laughs> but those, those kind of experiences going, doing the mountains and all that and getting to do that with your kids. I, I really can't wait to be able to do that with Nikki and Curtis. Um, right. Because, We've done They're, a couple. We've of done those. a couple of those. I mean, yeah, but getting to see their experience and seeing that how excited they get seeing those mountains and everything like that, mm-hmm. especially for mm-hmm. flatlanders. Right. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not I, used to that. And I am a flatlander. I'm born and raised in Mississippi. I mean, you know, growing up, my mom and dad, even even though we were we didn't have a lot of money, they they made sure I got to see things. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, Gatlinburg was one of them, but. No, man, I'm, I'm just a backwoods, Mississippi pine trees <laughs> fella, you know, pine so, trees, kudzu. Yeah. Oh, let me kudzu. You ought to see my place. Good grief. <laughs> so, and, and, and going back, you know, there, there's a, there's another trip that, that really stands out. And this is going to seem so off the wall to so many people. 
you know, I live really close to the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, it's only like an hour and a half, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been all over the Southeast. I've actually been to South Korea. But um, a couple of years ago, we went to just the other side of Destin, Florida for a little family getaway with with friends. Mm -hmm. And um, that's the first time I've ever seen clear ocean water. I was 41, 42 years old. Right. And it's, a, I mean, the first time I've ever been able to stand in knee-deep water and actually see my feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sharing that with the kids was really spectacular, too, because they were just like, oh, it's pretty water. And I'm over here, like, tearing up and stuff. <laughs> and, and and I can remember Hayden looking at me. He's like, Dad, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. It's just so pretty, man. I'm, I'm getting to share it with you guys. The first time I've seen it, uh, you know, I'm sharing it with y'all. Yeah, there's so. nothing like seeing that clear water um like that because Bluxy Gulfport that water is Mur- muddy. muddy it's just muddy. mud and those are the type of memories that is what I love about geocaching and getting mm-hmm. out and doing this wild stuff and all these different things because these are memories that we get to share with our kids and mm-hmm. making those memories and that's which is what I think is so super cool and just love hearing how those memories have happened with you and the boys is seeing going up to the mountaintop, going to see the, the water. Now, when you're at Destin, were there any really cool caches that you got there? Honestly, I think I only grabbed two caches that weekend. Right. Maybe well, there may have been three, maybe. So I, I can remember going for one and it was next to, you know, one of the, uh, you know, the plethora of surf shops the souvenir shops. And it was an ammo can right there. And I, I, I took a couple of my buddies with me because everybody, all the kids were taking naps and stuff. And I was like, Hey, right. y'all come, y'all come with me. Cause they wanted to get out too. So I was like, here, and then I let them find it. I walked up. I was like, okay, there it is. And they're like, what yeah. are you even looking for? I'm like, it's just right there. So, <laughs> but yeah, in, in the Destin area, I, I, we, I didn't do much cashing on that trip. Right. And, but a lot of times when you go out with the kids, it's not really about the caching itself. It's more about getting them to experience something new. Right. And and the cool thing about, uh, you know, me personally is since I've gotten into the, the vlogging and stuff, it's, it's all on, you know, I've, I've made videos out of all of it. So right. unless there's a nuclear meltdown, you know, it's, it's there for me to remember, you know, to watch again anytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one thing I love about YouTube and doing these videos for everybody is that our parents had photo albums, mm-hmm. and they Solar something ever happened. Is or, the case boxes, maybe. yeah, all these different things. I have I have all the boxes of photos from uh, well, some of the genealogy stuff from his parents. So, oh wow, yeah. So now, but now we have YouTube, and it's gonna have that something's gonna have to actually completely crash the world. For yeah. us not to be able to have those memories anymore. Oh, so it's, right. It's like uh, Ralph wrecks the internet, right? <laughs> we were just watching that downstairs. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So let's not get Ralph out there to wreck the internet anymore. So, right. so we can keep our memories. Yeah. So what would be some tips that you would have for caching with the kids? I, I, I can really only speak from experience. Now, early on in caching, it was only Hayden that was going with me and he would just go every now and then. So y'all, I think you always want to make sure that you're finding at least a small container because, you know, kids don't care about what they can see. They don't care about the place that you're at. They're, they're, they're tactile. They're, um, 
they they want to be interested in the treasure to be mm-hmm. found uh make sure you're finding smaller caches check logs you know check for because a lot of people will make comments about lots of good swag things like that right um so i mean that's always a big one when i'm especially when i'm going to involve lucas the little one um i want to try and always make sure that there's going to be something at least for him to look at and maybe take swap out so that right. that's that's always a big thing with kids is swag um, if you're doing multiple kids, like I usually do, um, you know, your kids are very different. Uh, they like different things. Um, right. yes. like, I, like I said earlier, Hayden is just kind of ho-hum about everything. He, he doesn't, he doesn't like to take, um, long walks in the woods. He doesn't like to, uh, do a real search. He's more of, oh, it's just right here and I can find it easy. It's not right. that he's lazy. He's that's just that's just his personality. Um, Parker, on the other hand, um, <coughs> hey dude, the cash is on top of that mountain. Go get it, and he'll take off. <laughs> you know, so they're really different. So when I know I'm going to be taking uh, at least those two, I try to do I try to do a mixture. You know, I try to find an LPC or a guardrail or, or an ammo can that I know will be, you know, pretty easy to find for Hayden. And then, all right, buddy, you know, we found some for you. Let's, let's go find some for Parker. And they'll be a little more difficult because he likes to search. He, he likes to find them. Um, and, you know, we might, you know, take a walk in the woods. You know, I, I try not to do anything too long because I'm getting old myself. So, it, you know, you just, you have to, when you're cashing with more than one kid, you have to find that balance. What's going to interest this one. Okay. What's going to interest this one. Right. And, and just make it a point to do that. And I, I have to do that every single time I take them with me. So. Yeah. And we have to do the same thing with Nikki and Curtis when we take them with Like you said, mm-hmm. two different personalities. Nikki will want to look a lot longer and look for different things. And she likes puzzles. Curtis once likes those parking grabs yeah come up and grab it and go okay let's go to the next one but we leave the bushwhacking to you because the three of us get ate up by the mosquitoes yep something fierce uh, but nothing will touch him i'm not saying it's, it's the exact opposite <laughs> with me i can be in my backyard and, and for some reason i just have the world's worst mosquitoes here and all three kids can stand around me. I will have bites all over me and they won't have a one. <laughs> we, there was a one time when Curtis was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When we were, re- when he was really, really young, we didn't know. He actually reacts a little bit. And he got mosquito. He was only like, I don't know, three or four years old. We were yeah. out gardening and he had so many bites on him. We didn't take him to church because the next day, because um, it looked, They're all like, welts. It, completely yeah, it looked welts. like chicken pox. We yeah, didn't see, look, he was, see, he was that's covered. Me. I do that. Yeah. So yeah. Bug uh, spray. <laughs> a few weeks. Well, I try, but they don't, they, they go I know right it's crazy. It. But it's a crazy. It's gotta be like a thousand percent deep. Otherwise they just yeah. laugh at it, especially in Mississippi. Oh, I mean, yeah. that is, they, they, those things in Mississippi uh, fly around with like uh, syringes. Oh, Anyways. God, they're, they're, they, <laughs> they bite me through my shirts. Like, oh, no yeah. joke. No joke. Um, I a couple, of, a couple of weeks ago, um, I'm put, I'm going to try and put a cash out for three happy campers. We'll give a shout out right there. Um, for their cash, <laughs> for their cash exchange program. Right. That's and, right. They do have that. Uh huh. And, cool. and, and I was over, it, it's our local, 
we call them water parks. It's not, there's no slides or anything. You know, it's the river runs right there. There's some baseball fields and a playground. And, um, well, there's a couple little short little nature trails there, nothing right. major. Mm-hmm. And I went and I sprayed down real good. And I walked back in the woods and I found a great spot. And uh, I was going to go check out a couple other spots. When I got back to my car, you know, I had several bites on me, but I had one right here <laughs> oh, on no. my top lip. And my whole top lip had swollen up. And I had to go to work like that. <laughs> so, so you had a, a bug bite mustache. Yeah. Well, I can't grow a real one, so that that had to suffice. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, the mosquitoes here are brutal. And and anytime anytime we get when I'm catching by myself, I typically don't worry about it. I just deal with it. But when I take the kids, oh, I've got like two or three cans of, of yeah. bug spray. So yeah, and that's a great tip. Um, especially depending on your location, definitely have the bug spray mm-hmm. and bite the bite stuff, bite for stuff for after they the get car. bit. Cause right. it doesn't matter. It really does not matter how much bug spray you're going to put on either. The bugs are going to like it or they're going to hate it. And usually they seem like they like it. It's like perfume. seems yep. like, yep. Um, so now we've talked about good experience and got a tip. Now, what is the funniest thing that has happened while you've been out caching with the boys? When Hayden and I were doing my little, um, I guess my little short film, The Race, and, um, you know, it was kind of my my take on the tortoise and the hare. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had his bike out there, and I was riding his bike. And the, the opening shot of that, because I always like to do a little blooper or something to open up right. the videos. And the, the little blooper there is... You know, I'm, I'm doing a U-turn on the bike and I, of course I lose my balance cause I hadn't ridden a bike in forever and I fall <laughs> over. Well, but that's not the funny part. The funnier part was during one of the scenes, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got the camera over my feet as I'm pedaling the bike. Right. And I'm not looking down. I'm looking, you know, I'm doing the right thing. I'm looking at where I'm going and my phone fall because I use my phone to fill every everything. My iPhone 11. Well, mm-hmm. at that time, I think I was using an iPhone 10. But um, my phone falls out of my little selfie stick tripod thing that I use, and it goes bouncing along. And I'm trying to dodge it. <laughs> now, now I, I never crashed or anything, but I look up and Hayden is just standing there. And he was sit he was sitting on the ground while I was doing this. Well, he was laid back and he was laughing so hard. So I pulled up beside him. I was like, "What is so funny?" He's like, "It was just funny watching you trying to catch your phone so you didn't run over it." I was like, "Okay, man." And he's he he, he was just cracking up over it. And I know that's not funny to anybody else, but when you spent time with Hayden, he really doesn't get worked up about anything. So to see him laughing like that, right, it was really funny. That's like the worst story ever. Um, but uh, I, I had the mental, when you're talking about it, I had the mental picture. I, I mean, I, it's kind of, to me, it was like kind of the bobbling. You see somebody bobbling with a ball, yeah. kind of thing, trying to catch it, and you can't get to it, and you keep running and running and running and catch it. But you're on a bicycle. Right. And you're trying, and then you, you trying drop to lose control. Trying not to control of it. There's a movie. It's probably one this, um, while you were sleeping, I think is it was the movie. My favorite scene in that entire movie, it was a transition scene and a kid's riding a bicycle. He's throw, doing newspapers. And I really don't think this was actually part of oh, no, was set up this way. 
but he throws the paper. And as he throws the paper, that, that motion, his right hand, and he's thrown across his body. He turned his left hand, turned the steering wheel of the bicycle 90 degrees and flipped over it. And you hear the paper goes and he hits, he hits the ground and you hear, Ugh! I'm like, that I, I first time I saw that I just and absolutely that's in the, that's in the background like, of a scene. It, it's in the background of because a scene because it's like Sandra Bullock is walk, walking across the screen. No, and right. yeah, it was between it was between scenes, but I think it was just it was, a transition it was from night to yeah. I remember that. I'm like, surely they did not make that kid have to do that. That was just that's, accident and just yeah. put it in there. So that's almost like the mental picture that I had of you trying to catch your bike. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when you were doing that. Yeah, and that's probably what it looked like. I, I was I was actually going through my videos to see if I could <laughs> think of a better story. Um, but even if you're if you have such a, a mellow kid and they have that good experience of that gut laugh, that is actually uh, you know even if it's at your expense, you yeah you keep that memory because it's. You know, it's to see the pure joy on their faces is um, just an amazing thing. Yeah, it really is. And those are a lot of times those are so can be so few and far between that. Those are the times that you get to cherish mm -hmm. the most. All right. So last year we we went to Chattanooga for the weekend and uh, we went to Rock City. And if you've never been to Rock City, it's it's basically on top of um, oh gosh, I forgot the name of that little. They call it a mountain. It's a big hill, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think what it is. It's there in Chattanooga. Yeah, I can't even think of it now. Three happy campers. You have to, to type it in and send it. Let us know in the yeah because I've already forgotten. <laughs> well, well, Rock City is it's basically up on top. And, you know, it's a rocky mountain and, and they, they made these pathways through all the rocks and there's all kind of neat, um, uh, fissures and, uh, you know, they came through and added a lot of stuff in some of the caverns, like a gnome city and all this. Well, you know, it's, it's a really neat place if you've never been. And there's one part of, of, of that attraction. And I can remember being there when I was a kid. I was like 13 or 14 and it was just a stone bridge across this. Um, I don't know what you call it, this, but it, it's hot. No, well, it's not even really a Creek. It's, it's just like a chasm, I guess. Okay. Mm -hmm. so it's not, you know, it's on the side of lookout mountain. That's the name of That's it. it. Yep. Yeah. Just... It's on the side of lookout mountain and it's a stone bridge and it's probably a couple hundred feet, you know, if you mm -hmm. were to fall off, you know, but um, in the last in the last several years, they 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 did a, a a rope bridge, you know, so it wobbles and everything. Well, Hayden and my wife are extremely terrified of heights. I'm wow. talking, I'm talking like Christy. If she's on a four foot ladder, she's shaking. Hmm. Wow, she's she's just that scared of heights. And I said, well, that's fine. Y'all go across a stone bridge. It doesn't shake. Y'all just walk right on across. And me and the other two boys, we'll meet you on the other side. So we, we get up there and you come up to the path and it splits. And there's a sign that says stone bridge and a sign that says swinging bridge. And I'm like, all right, well, we're going this way. So I take Parker and Lucas and Christy says, no, I didn't come all this way, you know, not to do this. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> and uh, she's like, yeah, I'm doing it. And, and I actually have footage of this. <laughs> We, we, we get up and, you know, we're, we're pumping Hayden up about it. And he's like, okay, okay. Well, we get up to where the bridge starts 
and he just he just turns around real quick. He says, nope, 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 I'm not doing it. And I'm like, no, dude. And I'm laughing at him because I've got the camera rolling. And when I go back and watch it, I crack up. But we we talk him into it. So we're going across the bridge. And there's some other man, just some random man, back behind them. I'm leading the way. I've got Lucas right behind me. And then Parker's right behind him. And, of course, Parker's bouncing around. Right, boy. And Hayden's behind him. And Christy's bringing up the rear. And this random man's back behind her. And she stops, not even halfway across. She just stops. And I've got, you know, on selfie mode, I've got my camera going. And if you watch the video, it's all there. And this man is back there telling her, you're going to have to go because I'm scared too. And I'm not stopping and I'm bigger <laughs> than you are. <laughs> and and I'm just cracking up. And, and Hayden's just, he's got his hands on both and he's just, he's, he got his sunglasses on, but I knew his eyes had to have been closed. And he's just trudging along. Stop bouncing, Parker, just having a fit. And we're laughing. And Christy's freaking out. She's like, I can't go any further. He said, lady, you're going to have to go. And that that's probably been the funniest thing. It, <laughs> because they were just they were just so scared. And, and this man back there is scared. And he was a big fella. I mean, he, he's a big guy. I'm talking, he's big. And uh, he's just, he's being real nice about it. He's not being ugly. He's being extremely nice. And they're having words, you know, she's like, I'm scared to death. And she'll take a step. He's like, come on, lady, you can do it. And he's <laughs> pumping her up and I'm up already off the bridge. And all I can do is laugh at him. Well, so. kudos, kudos to them for, to actually doing it. I, yeah. 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 And they, she they got just across. wouldn't do it. I, I don't, I think Curtis and I, well, no. Yeah, Curtis and no Nikki and I probably would do the stone, and you and Curtis would Curtis yeah. would do the swinging. Yeah. Um, we tried at, out in Charleston. It, there's you know the um, Ravenel Bridge, but it's a you know it's for traffic. There's a footpath on the edge of it. It's a six lane yeah. traffic bridge, so it's a big oh, bridge. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a big bridge. But the one thing that they don't tell you is when you're getting up on the the thing and you have a six month old child that tries to escape from his stroller mm -hmm. that the bridge shakes That's and i got a little bit up the up the up there i turned we were looking and curtis is trying to get off the the bridge or out of his stroller and all i could think of is him you know falling through the rail to the bottom I'm like nope we're going back mm -mm, we're not doing this yeah that was when we first got there is when we, you did that um right before we left uh within the last month before we left they there was a virtual that some of our friends put right up that that span that you made yeah it to. there's a there's a virtual in the there's middle a virtual of there's yeah. a virtual cache right I, there that i wasn't gonna do it but Derek could go right on ahead yep and yep. nikki and i nikki tried going up there with me she didn't make it because we had a dog with us and you're not allowed to have a dog up on the bridge so um because of all the traffic and everything yeah but yeah so she we ended up had to take her back and then i went on up and got it so cool yeah Bridges are not my friend too much either, I, but that's because that, that could be because my, you know, I grew up around uh, Tacoma Narrows Bridge and Galloping Gertie. And if you don't, that's if you, what it used to be called. If you don't um, know, look it up on YouTube, Galloping mm -hmm. Gertie, you will see a bridge that starts in the wind when it blows, it would literally look like a wave and uh -huh. eventually it, it actually fell down yeah it got my, so bad is that yes, the one of all yeah the it started swinging yeah, uh -huh. all the footage my great grandfather had was one of the last cars off the bridge before it collapsed so oh wow yeah <laughs> yeah so i could never i 
I mean, mm. just just if he was so it was already bucking like a Bronco as he was going across that and driving across that. Just imagine, oh, I mean, nice. just imagine that ride. Oh my god! And then you look in your back rear view mirror and you see it come down. That that'd just be insane. That yeah, that that'd make you pucker up. Uh, that's when you drop to the drop to your knees and, and <laughs> give thanks to the Lord for that one. Oh yeah, exactly. Most definitely. <laughs> so oh man, oh, yeah. Well, Joseph, this has been a lot of fun. I love yeah. hearing the stories about you and the boys and all the different memories um, and the different adventures. I've always said you can plan the outing, but you can't plan the adventure. No. And just all those and those the great memories. So anybody that wants to find you, how can they find you? How can they uh, Look, email I'll, you or what? Or If you'd like to email me, it's sir.drumalot at G. Uh, wait, no. It's Sir Period Drumalot One at Gmail, but honestly, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All you have to do is search Sir Drumalot, and I pop up. All right, so that was just so much fun getting to talk to Joseph and just hearing those really cool stories. And I've said it many times. It is really about making memories when you go geocaching with kids. And uh, Jess, what did you think? It was a fun interview, um, to be honest. I don't know if we have more fun while we're recording or after the record button has been hit uh, to turn it off. Yeah, because at the, at the end, of course, this wasn't on there. We talked about Star Wars because we love both of us collect Star Wars toys and everything. And but. Well, Sorry. we find we find a con a lot of common interests in all of the cashers and people that we've interviewed. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun to talk with them about different interests we have outside of caching, which make the experience all the greater. Right, and that's just something that I really love about this community is just even though we come together on geocaching, there's so much more that we have in common. All right. Now, we mentioned it at the beginning of the episode about the special cache that we went and got to do for the Nano Kids this month. And I want Curtis to tell me a little bit about this cache that we did. So, this cache that we did, um, there were, we had to go to a cemetery to um, find the correct dates of this person that... Um, died so that because those um it was in the coordinates right and nikki and why did we have to do that um we did that because it was in honor of the shelby county medal of honor recipient and the person that we um did it for was um he served in the Vietnam War, and yes. he was a Marine, and so it was we, just really cool. So we had to do something with, like, his father's and his, and it was cool. Right, and that was just a lot of fun. It was a mystery cache, but at the same time, it was almost like a multi-cache because you had to go to find the original coordinates. You got the location of where the gravestone is, where him and his father were buried, and you had to solve a puzzle part of that to get the actual coordinates to where the final location was and okay. uh, jess for kudos to jess she i found had, it she found it before I found any it. of us else did i found it that was me it was all me yep. um <laughs> i very rarely find things because most of the time i'm i don't get to the location quite as quickly as everybody else does um i don't tend to run the places anymore 
No, not with all from the back surgery and the hip surgery. Yeah, so. you know how it is. But yay, Mama found it. It was fun, though. It was an interesting cache. I mean, I do have to say, it was you who kind of gave us the bum steer at first and had us looking in all throughout these bushes when the cache was on the other side of the cemetery. Yeah, I accidentally was looking at the... Uh, not even the corrected coordinates. I was, I was, I got the coordinates mixed up when I was out there looking. So all I have to say is, and I know there are so many cashers out there. Y'all can agree with me. Um, agree with us. Uh, hit a, do you do you do a like and comment on this? Yeah, you can you can like or this. send us an email and say yes, this has happened to me. I totally get you. Thank goodness for Google. That's right. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Geocaching with Kids. Now, I cannot forget to thank the Geocache Talk Network for giving us this platform to be able to do this podcast. So thank you, Gary and Jesse, for doing that. Also, I want to let you know, please send us an email at geocachingwithkidspodcast at gmail.com if you have any comments or questions, or let us know about when you... A time that you've had to use Google. And also, we don't want to forget... Again, to say thank you to all our veterans who served and also to those who are currently serving in the military, like our very own son. That's right. Thank you very much. And thank you for your service. And we really to appreciate all it. of them, all of the uh, veterans out there. I know there's a lot. Um, we have a family history of veterans and we're very proud to have that history. And I know there's a lot of you cashers out there that are veterans. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, and thank you once again. And remember, you can always plan the outing, but you can't plan the adventure. All right, everybody. We'll catch you next month. Bye. Bye.